Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 15 seconds to go in the overtime frame. Around it goes. And Reinhardt will track it down. 12 seconds. Still time for a rush. Reinhardt brings it along quickly. Over the Kings line. Down to our right. Right side then for Barkov. Top of the right circle. In close. Reinhardt side of the net. Back in. He scores. Top shelf. Sam Reinhardt beat the buzzer. Point seven on the clock. 30 on the year for Reinhardt. The Panthers have won that in a row. 3-2 the final in overtime. Smoke him if he got him tonight. Grab your tickets, man. Holy smokes. God, did that feel like that felt like the playoffs last year right there. These guys. Nine straight wins. You just heard it all right there, man. Nine straight wins. Kachuk in the third period, and then Sam Reinhart is just out of his friggin' mind right now. 30th goal. Um, they're doing it all, man. 56 points now, halfway through the season. Um, played just 41 games, 56 points. New Jersey tomorrow, and man, go out and enjoy it, man, because they are playing their butts off. They are fun to watch, and if you think, eh, maybe tonight they don't have it, that team is uh, is unbelievable, and it is uh, it is a fun team to watch. So uh, anyway, hockey fans, man, it's uh, it's going to be fun. This thing is going to be a blast, especially with the top guys playing. So well, now Kachuk's got it going and starting to score some goals. Anyway, so we got that, and of course we got some other stuff going on. The Heat will be in action tonight against the Magic. You just heard Hollywood talking about that one. Today's also going to be a travel day for the Miami Dolphins as tomorrow night Miami and Kansas City, and uh, we'll see what happens as they've already played each other once in Germany, and now it's going to be a completely different game. Uh, first of all, they are an absolute bitch to play in Kansas City, and now you're throwing in weather that, honestly, we've never seen. I, I love that they make it a Tua thing. I got news for you. None of us have seen that cold. <laughs> I, I always love. they go. We just go to Tua on everything. Like, uh, hey, Tua, you ever seen this kind of weather? Like, no, and I'm guessing most of my teammates, even the guys that grew up in cold weather, haven't seen it this cold with uh, wind chill factor and uh, all the other stuff of all the different uh, game time temperatures you've heard. We'll, uh, you got to play. You're going to play it, man. We'll find out who's playing. But they're going to play that damn game. I know a few people have asked me, hey, are, is there a chance uh, this game's dangerous because it's so cold? I don't think so. 
I think I, I still see those old highlights from the uh, Dallas-Green Bay game when they're digging in to run down on the goal line. And and it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm guessing that went back in the 60s. So I'm guessing they're going to friggin' play this game. And uh, so the old mindset is get ready for three hours of, uh, of uh, cold weather and you better block it out because we need. You can't just run. You got to be able to throw it a little bit too. You don't mind a little announcement today that they're gonna move the game to like Indy or something, playing a dome. Yeah, I got that yesterday. I was like, I, you know, I don't understand how they could do that to the Chiefs at this point because you earn that home field advantage, That's right? Correct. But with that being said, I don't know that this is much of an advantage for them. Yes, I mean it clearly. Is. Well, Joe, it I, is all right, but like I know they want to play. I know. In, you in a, I know they want to play out. a little colder, and they want to yeah. be in there. But this is silly. Like it is. I don't know that they're. What's wrong with you, Softy? I just don't know that this is much of an advantage for them anyway. But okay, we'll see. Fans are trying to get rid of tickets like crazy up there. Okay. Well, we'll wait a week and wait till it's I like. It. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be oh, fun okay. as hell well, now to watch. You think it's fun. I didn't know what you're. No, you no, I think going. it'd be fun as hell to watch. But man, it's gonna be. That's gonna be tough for those those guys out there. I I have no idea what to expect. I I don't. I know it's the number one offense going against the number two Chiefs defense, but I do know this: they're gonna play that freaking game, no matter what the wind chill is, whatever. They're gonna have every kind of uh, high tech heater out there possible. They've got all kinds of things. I was around when they had those little bags and they started putting uh, pockets on the front of our jerseys and uh, because we didn't have gloves back then. And so you kept those suckers. And you not only kept them with you, they stayed in those pockets. And you see them popping all over the field. So you grabbed somebody else's as uh, as you were going around there. So, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're going to play it. Well, let me ask you a serious question. Do we know if Tua is going to try to wear a glove of some kind on his throwing hand? I, don't, I think he said he's going to try not to going to try mm. not to do it but I will tell you this uh, we do have quarterbacks that like the Michael Jackson one glove to, to play with and I guess you know it, it just depends the, the quarterback the rookie for uh, the Steelers um, I believe Kenny Pickett Kenny I think Pickett, yeah. yeah I think he, he he wears one doesn't he if I'm not mistaken he wears one all the time they're saying he had a small hand or something and right now he's not starting quarterback anyway so it doesn't matter but uh, I'm guessing Tua's going to try to to go without it. But, again, I don't know because I don't know how quickly those footballs get affected by something that cold. Listen, I'm I'm like everybody else. Like Everybody goes, what do you expect? I don't know. I've, I've never played anything this cold. So I, I honestly have no idea. My life was growing up from California to Florida and a handful of really friggin' cold games and – to me, 20 could have been zero degrees because once it gets in that 20 or or even into the teens, it's pretty friggin' cold. So I, I don't know, but I know we played, and I know Shula made it a point to make sure everybody didn't get too carried away about how cold it was. He was trying to block it out and, you know, go out and play and stop worrying about all that stuff. <laughs> I tell the story the first time, and, and, and certain things – Stick with you, and, and I, I got Belichick stuff because I, I saw Gronk and Edelman and Brady all come out and, uh, you know, uh, with with a nice comments about their former coach and, and things, and and I was thinking I, I knew what that was all about because I think everybody probably felt uh, that played for Belichick like a lot of guys felt when they played for Don Shula. I really do. I'm not saying they're the same guys, but I, I think when you have success with somebody – 
there's respect. You don't always like the way they treat you. You don't like the rules and regulations. There's a lot of things when you get called in and get your ass chewed for doing something, uh, especially I'm guessing when you're a really good player, it really bothers guy and sticks with them, especially when it happens year after year. But then you sit back and you realize, damn, I was one of the best players in football, and uh, and we won a lot of games, and I've got some rings. I got to give you know, got to give the coach some credit. I uh, I think as I've gotten older, I start to appreciate him more, and I I think that's um, a lot of of what those guys are uh, are going through. But I was thinking of Shula, one of the great Shula moments when we were talking about Belichick and Saban and Pete Carroll yesterday. So the first time we were in Green Bay playing and you know I told you the snow was up on the sides and and they're passing out the trainers are passing out our first first glove first time I've ever seen them and and they they weren't exactly have nothing in common with today's gloves I mean it's the first time they were like rubber gloves with with little uh little tread on them like a tire so you know they're a little stick there to it and so everybody was putting them on because you're just looking for anything because it was so cold when you warmed up and here he comes you friggin' drop one football, any of you guys, with those gloves on. I want those things off your hands so damn fast. It was like, damn. I just, I think I kept mine on for a little while, and then I finally said, I, I'm just going to take a shot without, forget it. I, I don't want to hear it and and have to hear that because he's going to blame those damn gloves and, and everything. So, uh, and, and now today, these gloves, you see the one-handed catches these guys make. These gloves today... Uh, and I happen to be a believer that these guys are able to make some ridiculous catches, and a lot of it has to do with how good these gloves are to help them. Just the natural stickum of the of the gloves, and and really when it's really hot out or really cold, that allows these guys. Some of these catches we see now are just ridiculous, right? We see catches now that I don't remember seeing especially in cold weather games in the old days when guys were uh, only uh were only on those naked hands that uh, they were catching the football with we uh we have a lot of stuff I mean we just had a crazy day I mean it's kind of it's kind of hard to move on to the playoffs when Belichick Saban and Pete Carroll all go down 24 hours apart one year apart in age in the 70 year old club and um and what they've done Pete Carroll you know won a Won a Super Bowl, and he won a national championship. I had to look that up. You have any idea how many guys have done that, Woody? I, I think I'm right on this. Three guys have done that. Jimmy Johnson's one of them that uh, won a national championship with the Miami Hurricanes and then built that team up in, and, uh, in Dallas. Barry Switzer, who, who got the automatic pilot, he got the automatic pilot on the Dallas-Jimmy Johnson train. And, and playing where he just don't mess it up. We got all the same guys we've had. Just leave it alone. So Barry's on there. And, of course, Pete Carroll are uh, the guys that were able to get a championship, a national championship, as well as uh, a Super Bowl. And then Saban's won seven and Belichick's won six. Plus, as a defensive coordinator, he's got a couple more. So uh, Bill's really filling out that hand there with uh, what he's been able – hands – when I'm what he's been able to do. And, of course, Saban will, will go down as one of the great college football coaches of uh, of all time. 
So, uh, yeah, a lot of crazy, crazy stuff and a lot of stuff to get to. Um, so I couldn't wait. I, I saw Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick together, which, I mean, 24 years together and that much winning, you can't leave ugly, right? At least you got to fake it, even if you had disagreements behind closed doors. I mean, neither one of those guys going to win by, by you know, saying I'm getting screwed and the other guy, you know, says I – you know, I just want him out of here. He's stubborn. and But uh, I listened to both of them, and I thought it was great. Belichick actually, in his very dry way, said thank you to everybody and pretty much every level of uh, of an organization. He, he thanked them all and all the people he's coached and been with for 24 years. I, I thought it was nice. And then Robert Kraft got up there, and – he said something that we've been talking about that I thought was really interesting. He said, uh, you know, we uh, this thing about taking some power away from Bill, restructuring things after he's done everything for 24 years, everything. He's been in charge of everything. Everything got his approval. And to do that, I just didn't have a good feel about how this would work. So I felt like Belichick almost went to Kraft and said, hey, listen, you know, I'm willing to do so, a, a few things here. You know, uh, I'm willing to listen more. And and I think Robert Kraft is a pretty smart move. You, you've had all this control. You think really a guy at 71 or 72 years old all of a sudden is going to go, no, hey, change everything. I agree with you. I just want to coach. Just let me uh, – you get my players and, and you, you do everything. If you want to step, you know, drop in the office and, and tell me what's going on a little bit, but you're in control now. You really are the general manager. I'm guessing Robert Kraft goes, I don't think that's going to work with Bill Belichick. I've been around him for 24 years. It's hard me, hard for me to believe, even though they just had the worst year they've had in 24 years, that Bill's going to change. That's pretty much what he said. And I agree. And um, – it looks like Bill's going to grab a job. I mean, everybody, if these reports are accurate, we'll talk later to Mike Florio about it, but I don't know. They're saying Falcons and Washington and maybe the Chargers. They threw Dallas out there. I can't believe that Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick would work. I'm, I'm just not drinking that Kool-Aid this morning. There, there's no way that one makes sense. So, anyway, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. Um, can't wait to see what these games look like. We got two games tomorrow. And uh, then we got a bunch of them on uh, on Sunday and even a Monday nighter as well. And uh, so going to be fun, man. We'll uh, get back and get away from 70-year-old co- coaches that are, are leaving or getting fired or retiring. And uh, we're going to be jumping right back into the wild card games and, and uh, a lot of the matchups and, and all that type of stuff. By the way, maybe the only show that might be better right now than what's going on with uh, football – might be the Miami Commission meetings. <laughs> Why is that always a crap show? <laughs> I mean, there's no rules down there. You just, that's been going on forever. There's nothing new. It's great entertainment for the news department. It really is. Abuse of power, kickbacks, and name calling, corruption allegations, ethical, legal scandals, lawsuits. <laughs> and they all show up. And they just, hey, I owe somebody $62 million. Screw you. I think you're a weasel. (laughs) Okay.
<laughs> we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, it's a mindset, right? Um, I feel like, you know, if you believe it's going to be cold, then you're going to freeze your balls off. But if you go into this game, like, not even thinking about any of that, you'll be fine. And um, with me being me, I played there. And um, I understand the conditions. I'm, I'm not even worried about it at all. So I'm going to go out there with no sleeves and, you know, just tell the rest of the guys, hey, look, man, it's a mindset. If those guys see you wearing sleeves, obviously they're going to think you soft. So, Well, I haven't texted Mahomes since they beat our ass. And uh, I text Kelsey. He still ha hasn't texted me back. He's probably still on this Taylor Swift thing. But, um, yeah, man, those guys are too famous for me now, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Um, that's, there hasn't been no trash talk, but obviously when we get there face-to-face, -face, I'm going to be talking about trash. Um, so, really looking forward to it. All right, Tyreek Hill, keeping it real. He says, I guess they're getting to be too big time in Kansas City. Mahomes and Kelsey, huh? Not calling me at all. All right, I took a couple shots at him early, but what the hell, man? We always do that. We always did that when we were together in Kansas City. Uh, hey, uh, we, got a lot, we do have a, a lot. A lot of stuff going on. Of course, uh, we got wild card games starting tomorrow uh, with two games, including the Miami Dolphins game later. Couldn't give us the earlier one. Going to give us the uh, the later game of uh, of the two. And then uh, a bunch of games on Sunday and then one on Monday. So the league is uh, still spreading them out. And uh, here we go. I got to tell you one thing, one number that really, really bothers me. And this sounds really stupid. And, and I know the big picture is Super Bowl, and let's get back to the Super Bowl. And, you know, we got old fans and young fans going, am I ever going to see a Super Bowl with the Dolphins in it? And I go, yeah, I hope so. I think so. You know, we'll see all the, all the ways you, you answer it. But I got to tell you the one that really bothers me. I was reading about Detroit, right, and, and uh, their situation. So Detroit's at home against the Rams, Stafford versus golf and, you know, switch quarterbacks and golf's still got a chip on his shoulder. And, and the Lions have a really good football team. Everybody knows Rams are playing great coming into this. Uh, they're going to have a chance to win. And then I looked at that number that the Dolphins and Lions have to live with every day. Their last playoff win for the Lions, longest, I believe, in North American professional sports. January 5th, 1992, was the last time 
the Lions won a playoff game. So you can do the math on 23 years we've already had and the eight before he got to 2000. And it's a long-ass 30-something-year drought for Lions fans. And they're going, man, we just we want to get a win. We want to do it at home so our fans can celebrate. And we never have to hear about how bad we are as an organization because they always use that, we've never won a playoff game. Well, the Miami Dolphins are number two. Uh, if this is a history lesson for you, you haven't heard this before. Um, yeah, that that's the one, the drought of 23 or 24 years without a playoff win. It really bothers me. And so I know earlier in the year, and we're going, well, the goal is not to get one win. I go, yeah, it really is to get one win. We we haven't had one in a couple decades. Yeah, it's it's about getting a win. This is not the Chiefs and the Patriots and – and Cincinnati and Buffalo who get a playoff win. No, no, this is, these are desperate times. And we got a really good football team. And I know five of the six of the guys are banged up and not going to play, out for the year. But that one really, really bothers me. Because you like to go, man, we just, this is the best team we've had in a long time. And I think things are trending the right way and I feel good. Really like the head coach. And then I got people come up with, well, you like the coach and you like this guy and that guy and nobody wants to hear about injury and you guys haven't won a playoff game in 20-something friggin' years. I mean, it's not just about winning the division. You can win it as a wild card and you haven't been able to win it either way in 20-something years. It's um, You're right, though. The difference between winning and losing this game is going to be huge for this franchise. I mean, you're talking about if you win this game, Joe, I, I think some of the questions about your quarterback go away, right? Yes. I think some of the questions about your coach go away. And here's the thing. I, I think this game is going to be so much about coaching. I really do. I, I don't anticipate this being a high score. I know that over-under is still stuck. I know it went down a half a point, 43 and a half. I can't imagine this game is played in the twenties. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I you know I'm always wrong on these, but but to be honest, I I just can't see this game getting played in in the twenties. I think this game is going to be so much about coaching, and we're going to come in on Monday, and there's going to be some big big decisions that Mike McDaniel had to make in this game, whether it's you know field position, going for it on fourth down, yeah. actually you know deciding to kick every once in a while. Not well, like we're in a you know in a I'll human give you game one better than here, that. but I'll give you one better than that. Wind blowing and there's too much snow in a spot that you're going to kick, and you're trying to all you can do is have all the guys come over and and the big fellas kick their foot and try to kick off the the snow. Yeah, there's a lot of parts of this thing, you know, compared to cold weather versus snow all over the field changes changes a lot of things offensively too. Yeah, I I have no idea, Woody, and, and you could be right. It could be a low scoring game. I played in a 3 nothing game with snow all over, and they couldn't keep the snow off the field the whole game. And they kept having the plow come out, snow plow, so that they could see what yard line and where out of bounds was. And, and those guys were staying busy, and they had tractors going all over the place trying to – so you could just see enough of it. And five minutes later, there was snow everywhere again. And it was that kind of game, and everybody knows what happened. The convict came out on parole 
jumped on and went out to an open area and uh, opened up an area long enough for them to kick a, a field goal, and we lost three to nothing. So, um, yeah, I, I am. I'm curious what people think, by the way. They want to text us, let us know. But I, I just, you know, Joe, I don't see this being that kind of game where these guys are just going to sling the ball all over the place, right? I, I think the run game is going to be the key for both teams. And I think both teams have very good running backs. Raheem is good. I, I think Pacheco's really tough. So I think that's probably going to be the key to this game. But probably I don't, I don't see run. this as a yeah. game where it's, you know, you're talking about Mahomes and, and Tua throwing for 303 each. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't disagree with that. But but I am uh, I am curious to see the running part of this and, and who can run the ball. And, and uh, you know, you're going to have to get, obviously, that means it's going to be physical and trying to knock guys off and maybe go with extra offensive linemen and, and, uh, and then take care of the ball. You know, these are these can be it can get sloppy in these kind of games, and the ball's on the ground, and you don't want to do that. Uh, and then maybe you're right. The other part of this this could come down to field goals, and if the field's in bad shape, you know, the field goals get a little shorter before you you really trust guys after warmups and what they tell you they can and can't do. Yeah, man, there's just a lot of unknown about this game that uh, I think we're all curious to see what what Mike's thinking and game plans on, on both sides. And if, uh, you know what, I really thought they'd add another defensive tackle, another big body to this game. We've gotten spoiled because Sealer and Christian Wilkins just play every down, basically. They're, they never come out of the game. And, uh, yeah, I was wondering if they might look for another 300-pound body. They've got him on the practice squad, and P. Lee and some other guys. I didn't know if they might uh, try to bring one of those guys up if uh, if this thing looks like it's going to be a rock'em, sock'em game. Do you agree that coaching will be a huge, huge part of this game? I mean, I think we're going to come in again on Monday, and, and we will look and dissect what, what these coaches, both of them, do in this game because I think you're going to have some very critical decisions and then game planning, Joe, I, you know. I think that's going to be the interesting aspect of this game. How does Mike McDaniel offensively coming off of a brutal half of offensive football, how does he game plan for this well, you know, I got, and, I gotta, and take all the elements into yeah. effect here? Like that, I think it's going to be really, really intriguing but to I, see. But I do want to say this, saying that run, run, run. Two of the best players on your team are catch, catch, catch. out One on one side and one on the other. And can you imagine – how much Mike's going to get ripped if Tyree kills out there and is not involved in the game plan. So, But that's that's what I'm talking no, about. No, Don't I'm you saying. find a way to get Tyree? I, I think I agree with you, by the way. Tyree kills got to touch the ball like 10 times in this game. Oh, he will. He does. does yeah. Don't they find a way oh, to get Mike, him? Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike said at least 10. Yeah. yeah. Don't they find a way, though, without launching the ball 30, 40 yards downfield to get him involved, whether it's reverses or, you know, you know, screen passes, whatever it is, don't they find a way to get him more involved? Because, yeah. again, I don't know if this is going to be that kind of game where you can sling the ball downfield. I have no well, idea. Let me tell you, sometimes the other part of this is you're one-on-one, you throw it up, a guy trips or falls down, you make an adjustment, catch it, and it ends up being a big play for you. Now, I still don't know, even in this weather, they don't want one guy to end up beating them. And that would be Tyree Kill, of all people, who used to play for him, who they drafted. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different parts that uh, make this thing uh, really interesting. But, again, I don't know what the wind. I, I know it's cold. It's going to be cold. 
But I don't know the wind and the snow factor of this game. That's because uh, I was going to say rain, but there will be no rain. It will be snow for sure. All right, we got to go to break here. We man. made it 38 minutes. You didn't mention turnovers. I said take care of the ball. I just didn't say the word turnovers. Oh, okay. I did say. Because you know there's going to be some turnovers in oh, this they're gonna game. Oh, the ball's going to be on the ground. Yep. There is no shot in this kind of weather. There is no shot. <laughs> got to win the turnover battle, right? That either team, both teams, or at least one team, the ball's going to be on the ground. Yes. Right? Somebody's yes, going to make a somebody's going to get a little sloppy with the one hand and not a great grip on it or their hands going to go numb and those guys are going to just rip it right out like Christian Wilkins did to Josh Allen last week. Hey, right now I want to talk to you about your South Florida Chevy deal. We got a busy day today, folks. Busy, busy day. Don't go away. We got a lot more stuff to uh, to get to. Suburbans and Tahoes and the Traverse this weekend before all these games start up. Get on out to your South Florida Chevy dealers if you're starting to look around for something new. The lease is up or you've just got way too many miles on whatever you're driving right now. You're just ready for something new. Boy, you're going to be blown away with your South Florida Chevy dealers. I'll promise you there will be no letdown when you get there to see it. And, um, yes, I own a Tahoe. And I love telling everybody about the Suburbans and the Tahoes on behalf of Channing Crowder and myself. He drives a Suburban for that big family of his with the kids and I just love the room myself for that Tahoe and the Traverse, our midsize SUV. They, they just all have so much space. And then to the Trailblazer, an Equinox and a Blazer. My gosh, our smaller SUVs, are, they're fantastic. They really are. So much style and substance for you to really enjoy yourself. Right over to our Silverado trucks. A um, lot of people, a lot of trucks out there. A lot of people, um, handymen out there that uh, need trucks. They work. They're jobs, they do a lot of side jobs, and the Silverado trucks are perfect for your lifestyle. Whether you need it five days a week for work or you need it for a couple extra days for extra money on the weekends, you can always count on your Silverado truck. Whether you need a full-time working truck or you still need it to be the family truck and you need that extra space, they make them all for you, man. And every style and color you're looking for, new and used, with convenient locations all over South Florida for you. Dade Broward, even Monroe County. These are the best overall cars, trucks, and SUVs we have ever, ever had. If you get some time, spend an hour or two, take a test drive, you're going to fall in love this weekend at your South Florida Chevy dealer. All right, welcome back to a, uh, well, pretty heavy flavor of a football Friday, actually, today, even though, well, I'll tell you what, that's Sam Reinhart and that Panther team, uh, pretty amazing. Last second. (laughs) By the way. Last second of overtime, under a second, Sam Reinhart with the winner last night. Just uh, crazy. Ninth straight win, his 30th goal halfway exactly through the season. Kachuk also had a goal in the third to, to get the game tied back up. And uh, they just keep they just keep rolling now, man. Nine straight wins. Uh, not a record, by the way, if you're wondering. Not a record, but uh, boy, what a, what a team's pl- looking right now the way they're playing a little bit like they did during that playoff run. Behind and coming back and winning in overtime and same guys every night. Remember that? We were talking about the same three or four guys or five Montour and talking about Verhage and all those. Kind of looks like that, feels like that right now again, man. So uh, good stuff for them. Heat magic tonight as well. 
And uh, so get, we're all set up, man. We're all set up once we get through this uh, this football thing to uh, to uh, sit back and and really enjoy. And hopefully, Jimmy Butler is going to be coming back uh, soon. Maybe maybe tonight for Orlando. Maybe uh, he's missed a lot of games. With uh, they've all missed a lot of games, right? I was going to say he's missed a lot. Hell, uh, Tyler Hero took took a long time to come back from when he popped his ankle, right? And he said, I'm going to be out a couple weeks. He wasn't lying. He, he was out longer than that. That was uh, – Ah, uh, that league, way. they don't exactly rush back, Joe. It's not exactly a priority to play. So. Well, you know, the biggest thing in today's sports versus the old school stuff is you come back when you're 100%. It wasn't always like that. It was kind of like time, and then it was like, okay – uh, this is what the doctor said. Let's uh, let's get going. And you're like, okay, uh, okay, I all right. I'm not 100. percent I got it. I got it. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, except the guys in that era weren't making half a million a game. No, no, they they weren't making that kind of money for sure. I did uh, I did love the uh, the old uh, bonus and incentives. You know, players today are making a ton of money. I know we talked about a guy that's playing in this game, Chris Jones. He got that last sack, and it was worth one and a quarter million dollars. And all I could think of is nobody got a bonus over a million dollars for one stat. Nobody. Except Chris Jones, who's one of the best defensive tackles in the game. And I was, like, blown away to see that much money. And I remember back and pissed about short on $5,000 and – Watching uh, some of my teammates who had a little bit more and uh, ten yards short at the last game, and and Shula taking guys out of the game because we'd wrapped up home field and he didn't want anybody hurt, so he's pulling guys out. And some of those guys were like, "Look at low base, high bonuses, high incentives." Hell no, I'm staying in there, and when I get my numbers. You can pull me out. And guys know their numbers. I mean, they go in, they're going into a game. Did you see Chris Jones' teammates? You don't think they all knew? They were celebrating like they won another Super Bowl. Those guys know. And they must tell their teammates or something because they all knew. And, uh, yeah, man, and back then where Shula was involved in contracts and – also signed off on whatever the front office was doing. They said, this is Mr. Robbie's way of doing it. He's a low base guy, but he'll pay extra incentive money if you have a good season, if you do certain things. And so that was just kind of the the way things were around here back before they had a cap and everybody had to spend a certain amount of money. And it used to, the last game of the year when – we were really good, and guys didn't get their numbers, and Chula started pulling guys at halftime, telling them they weren't going to play in the second half. There were guys refusing to come out of games. There were guys who were in his face that had a lot bigger basketballs than I did to say, hell no, then you need to make a call upstairs to the owner right now and tell him I'm 10 yards short and one catch short of $25,000, and that's a lot of friggin' money right now. You find out if it's okay. If it's not, I'm going in there. So now you see teams, when they have to pull guys out or they don't want to get them hurt, they go, hey, we'll give you the incentive. I saw Joe Flacco got some kind of incentive. Like, hey, Joe, we got to sit you for this game because we've uh, we've already wrapped up the, the, the wild card and we can't win the division. 
the Ravens already have it, so so you got it. I was like, when the hell did that start? That didn't go on down here. We uh, got to go to break. We got the uh, 7 o'clock hour uh, coming up here. Uh, Omar Kelly, alldolphins.com, going to join us. He's been out of camp every day. We'll get caught up and try to get an update and hopefully get some good news. I just want to go three for four. I'm not, I'm not even being a pig on this. Of the four guys that are injured, Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddell, Javon Holland, and Deshaun Elliott, give me three out of four. I'll take the batting average of three for four playing in this game. I'm not being a pig. If Javon can't play and he's not feeling right, he's not feeling right. I, I get it because I think Javon Holland wants to play, but if he thinks he's going to get hurt and he feels like his knees aren't stable and and he obviously didn't feel great in the last game and ended up not playing a lot, I get it. But, boy, we could sure use the other three guys for sure. All right, as uh, we continue on here on a football Friday, I want to tell you about Atlantic Men's Clinic. Low T, man. I call it a low T day. Low T on a Friday. People go, why do you say that? I go, because when you're really tired and you have low T, Friday is the worst day. Because you're exhausted when you get home. You're tired. You're moody. You're grumpy. And the wife says, are we going to do something? Can we just wait till tomorrow? I'm so tired. Just order some food in, if you would. I'm probably going to go to bed. Or I, I, I'm just dragging. I don't want to hear about it. Atlantic Men's Clinic, Low T Friday, can fix that. Where you go in. Meet with the folks at Atlantic Men's Clinic on a Friday and get this damn thing taken care of called low T. And that's what happens to men. Some in their 40s, some in their 50s, some in their 60s. Men don't talk about it, but you know if you have it. And if you do, you want to get rid of it. The other thing is, man, when you have low T and you're not working out as much, you start gaining weight. People go, oh, it's just age. It's not just age. It's low T. Low T causes you because your energy level is not where it is. You're not going to the gym like you used to. Uh, you sleep way too much, you're always tired, and you eat. Next thing you know, you gain 10 or 15 pounds. I'm telling you, low T, man, is what is going on for a lot of people. You think it's just age, and, and you're trying to get used to it and thinking, well, I'm getting close to retiring. Well, Atlantic Men's Clinic can knock low T out quickly for you. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a TINA PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you. Your initial consultation is free. Six different locations in South Florida. This is what they do, man. Get you feeling a lot younger within a couple of weeks. Call them today, 877-455-7300. 877-455-7300. Or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.